0: Good afternoon, I'm Mark Smith, and let me be the first to welcome you to our first installment of of a new podcast that we put together called The Process. We finished the introduction episodes back 1 through 12, just a few weeks ago, and for those of you who missed those episodes, do me a favor, check those out on YouTube under Mark Smith The Process. I think you'll see how those will tie in uh, and explain a lot more to what we're talking about, especially as we get ready to get deep. So what I'd like to do, again, is I truly want to expand on what we talked about. And I want to start with a discussion that I find is something very, very key. And I call this discussion something simple. I call it air. And I know you're probably thinking right now, and even scratching your head, so you truly expect us, Mark, to listen to you speak about air. Have you truly lost your mind? you really want to talk to us about air I know what we all know what air is you know air's the element that everyone needs that supports all living beings on earth. you need air to breathe we you know we know we need airs in our tires nobody wants to go outside and have a flat tire we need to go to work we need to go to our friends we need to go from A to B so yeah I, I got air I know what you mean I know we needed to heat and cool our homes I know we were creatures of comfort. Is this the air that you're truly talking about, Mark? And I would always laugh and tell somebody, yeah, those are all very true. But the air that I'm talking about is spelled a little different. The air that I'm talking about is spelled A-I-R-R. And coincidentally, we all must adhere to, to that in our process of growth when storms finally subside. Okay, air, I got it, with the extra R. I'm referring to... Accountability, integrity, responsibility, and respect. So let's get into it. During my life experiences and self-awareness checks, or self-checks as I like to call them, there have been very there have been so many times where I've issued blame on someone or something else for me not getting done, for me not reaching reaching my goals. There were often times when I thought, let me pause real quick and correct that. You know, when I say the word I thought, I always had to really think about what a former football coach told me in life. He said, he used to tell us all the time when we were doing something or mess a play up, he'd ask us, what are you doing? What are you doing? And we'd say, well, coach, I thought, and he would interrupt us and say, I thought equals I'm wrong. Meaning simply that you should know so you don't make those mistakes. So let me back up. There were times when I knew Blaming or making excuses for not succeeding was the easy way. That was the best way out. And true, really and truthfully, that was the best way for me not to hold myself accountable. See, the truth of the matter was my commitment to things weren't very strong. And my commitment levels were, were easily swayed. If you did have an opportunity to listen to a couple of those videos that I put together, I've addressed commitment pretty hard. And I said commitment is remaining true to what you said you were going to do long after the mood you, you said it in left you. So for a long time, you know, I couldn't, well, let me stop again. I wouldn't accept the fact in my life and, and even fail to recognize that part of my success and most of my failures were a direct result of my commitment and my lack thereof commitment. But But wait a minute but let somebody else not follow through with me what they say they were going to do or what they say they were going to do for me. I was so very quick to hold them accountable. But I really didn't take a moment and look at myself in the mirror. How about you personally? Has this or is this an area which you feel that you need to work on? I always say that we are whips, which are works in progress. And we always are seeking different growth patterns within what I call areas of opportunity as well. So let me be clear, nobody's perfect. So please don't take or feel attacked when I'm when I start talking about accountability or lack thereof, because again, my whole plan and my whole messages are always to help somebody to lock down things that help us grow within our process. I had the pleasure of doing an interview with um, Killer God Productions a few weeks back, and inside that interview. I was asked about recalling of a time in my life that was um, painful. And I, would, and I would go back to 2018 when I lost my job. But even though I lost my job, I lost my job right around Christmas. So being selfish minded, that kind of hurt in thinking, why did this even happen to me when, when millions of other people have lost their jobs as well? But during the midst of that storm, that major storm, what I thought was a problem but was truly a situation, my wife gave me a book. My wife, Tasha, gave me a book called The Four Agreements. And that book is is written by Don Ruiz. Well, three of the topics that we're going to dissect today all fall under the very first agreement, and that's be impeccable with your word. Be impeccable with your word. Therefore, accountability definitely has to be one of the driving forces that consists everyone, you, me, everyone in all areas of growth. And let's tackle that "I" in, in in air. That's integrity. You know, in my lifetime, I've always had a passion for for sports, especially from from a little a, a, a toddler all the way up I, I, as a young man into my 20s. You know, I grew up playing sports. I played baseball in elementary school and in uh, high school and I was very good. I received several awards. I played basketball in elementary school, junior high and high school was very good. I ran track in high school, but I ran track because to help my skill and help develop what my true passion was and my true love was and that was football. You put a football in my hand, you put a football on TV. You put a football in the air, you put a football on the plate, and I was, I was enamored by it. It captured my whole attention, and I was very blessed and very, very blessed to be a, a good athlete, and especially within the football realm. But one of the things I'm very proud to always talk about and even brag about is how our junior high team's coming up, our high school team's coming up, dominated in the state of Ohio for several years. And this was even the case long after I graduated and was blessed to go on and go to college. You know, it could have been easy for my teammates back then who all we all grew up in the same neighborhood who didn't play a lot to to leave the area, go someplace else in the city to play. Because to be honest, most of our backups should have and would have and could have been starters somewhere else. But one of the messages that our coaches from junior high, Coach Mixon, and in high school, Coach Stewart, instilled in us is important to stick it out no matter what. If you start something, you finish something, and you have pride and honor in your neighborhood, and you have pride and honor in what you say you're going to do. That is the definition of integrity. If you open your mouth to say that you're going to do something, If you volunteer or you administer the thought process to say that you are going to complete something, you're only going to be measured by what you do and what you complete. My two coaches that I just mentioned, they epitomize how important having integrity in life is and that it was truly more important than what took place on a football field. And they really honed in and and (laughs) beat it in our heads that having integrity will always carry you forward long after the game days are over, long after you decide that you physically can't play football anymore. Well, Integrity also offered something else, and that was powerful to me that I preached when I coached high school football. As I preached to our kids, don't cheat. What good does it do to cheat? What do you really gain? And then don't quit, because that's the most powerful thing. Because the fact of the matter is, it is so easy, especially in the mindset in the midst of our situations, for us to take shortcuts to get ahead. However, think about it. How are we really truly going to grow and persevere if we don't have integrity? Consider what message does not have an integrity sent to individuals. How about to your friends? Individuals who you count on. Individuals who look you up and call you when they need something. How about your family? You know, Sometimes family isn't the easiest to get along with. However, there are times in certain members within everyone's family that they know they are their rock that they can go to to get things done because they, their word is, is, is bond. And how about society as a whole? Because one of these days we're actually going to leave here and somebody's going to talk about us. And they're going to talk about us in one or two ways. They're going to say that that young man or that woman had strong integrity and lived with morals or that individual didn't have integrity, and they'll say something negative. We have that option. We have that choice. And I hope you leave with the best integrity. But oftentimes, we make choices without using our moral compass and remaining true to ourselves and not doing anything personally or professionally that demeans or dishonors you. I read a book by Clifton Taubert. And the name of that book was Who Owns This Ice House? And inside that book, or inside that, that uh, storyline, Clifton talks about his Uncle Cleve. And Clifton's Uncle Cleve owned, managed, and delivered for his own ice house. And back in the 20s and 30s, it was not common for African American men to own businesses, let alone be the sole provider of a ice manufacturer that supplied a lot of individuals, businesses, and companies inside the South where he was accepted by everyone as the man. And he was accepted because of his integrity, his work ethic, and his accountability, and what we're going to talk about next, his responsibility. Yes, the first R in air is responsibility. I always use myself because to understand where you go, you have to understand where you come from. And there were times where I found myself Um, being convoluted and being self-serving when it had to deal with respect. But respect and and responsibility kind of go hand in hand, but responsibility carries a variety of different meanings to every person. The definition of responsibility says this, it's the state of having a duty to deal with something or having control over someone. There were many times in, in my life and many decisions that were made that i that I truly made them with, without, with, I made them in good conscience. However, I knew they weren't the right thing to do. But in the midst of making those, I knew at the end of the day, I had to take responsibility for my actions, which was a choice that I made, which led to the consequences that I had to endure. And a lot of people fail to rele- uh, remind themselves sometimes that there will always be consequences for your actions whether they be good or whether they're, ba- they're going to be bad. But being able to accept what one has done and not to make excuses used to an aura of responsibility that leads to peace within, no matter what the outcome is. And I think what everybody's searching for, and I know what everybody's searching for, is peace. The word ownership, I've used it before, can also be substituted as in various times for responsibility. But in any case, and in any case at all, is also a huge identifier in whom one is and who, how one evolves during and after this storm. Now, let me close with respect. Now I always pause with respect because as I said before, respect and responsibility kind of can be interchangeable. But a constant with respect is that at some, we were taught some form of respect during our childhood years. Whether it was to respect our parents, Whether it was respect our grandparents, whether it was our elders, whether it was the the neighbors, whether it was the the teachers, our coaches. I mean, we can have a list that goes on. Uh, That's a long list. But what appears to be debatable by society now is to what level of respect should one be given or lack thereof. And how is it determined to be administered? I found that on a daily basis, we encounter individuals whom truly feel that there's no need to garner wisdom by listening to elders, or just practice small gestures like helping them carry something, like taking a moment to have a conversation with them just to find out what piece of wisdom or knowledge that we can get can get from them. You know, during my storm, uh, let me preface storms, because there was more than one, and for the most part, I think both of you would probably agree with me as well. Through your storms, you've encountered. You found yourself with with the feeling, uh, uh, with the feeling of, of uh, I want to say, lack of self-respect, feeling worthless, and this has not always been the case for for any any one of us. But speaking for me, from this man walking through the storms without an umbrella and getting drenched, that was the case for me. So, in other words, if I had less respect for myself. How was I going to give my fellow man or my fellow woman or my fellow member of society any type of respect when I didn't have respect for myself? The point is to be placed in a stronger position of growth and to truly ensure the utmost uh, utmost levels respect should be afforded to everyone as we don't know how their message will potentially help us in our process. Think about that. Somebody has something that they can give to you that takes the time to all you have to listen to garner some wisdom, some knowledge, and you're giving them respect. This all ties into something else that that I heard from Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood said, respect your efforts, respect yourself. Self-respect leads to self-discipline. And when you have both firmly underneath your belt, that's real power. And that's what we're talking about. That gives the individuals The accountability, the integrity, the responsibility, and the respect needed to make sure that once they do come out of their storm or they go through situations in life, they have a platform that they can utilize to move upward. I've wrote something personally that I believe in and that I adhere to and I think it's strong and it's, you know, I'm going to say my mantra. And I've said it before. And there's peace in knowing that your storms are yielding great fruit when the sun arises, meaning it's going to be okay. Always remember, it's going to be okay. So let me tell you this in closing. Accountability, integrity, responsibility, respect, air, each play a monumental part in in the steps that we need for the growth process. And I know the message again was not to offend anybody but if this is not something that you personally need I'm sure we know somebody who definitely can needs this that's going to best benefit them so I truly want to thank you today I'm going to thank you for joining me and hope you tune in soon to make sure that you get the next message because it's going to be just as powerful and it's going to build off what we have here and always remember something that I say your why is greater than your situation which is part of your process I also want to say hello to my grandbaby, Kaya, Jalen, Gideon, Asher, Reagan, and Ivy. Poppy loves you. I will talk to you soon. Bye bye.